back. We made it safely. Oh, yeah. After all the fireworks. I got all my fingers. <laughs> Ow! Yeah! That's an accomplishment. So, at Pop That Culture has yeah. ten fingers, ten toes. <laughs> right. That's how you like to come back from oh, a holiday. absolutely. Let's do it. Did you blow anything up? I did not. I feel like my neighbors did a good enough job mm. for me. Like good. everywhere. Yeah. I'm assuming since you're Lake Guy that the shows were phenomenal. It was nonstop. It's and it's still going. There's a big one tomorrow, but yeah. They I, do one on the day after? They, they have been going not like last night was crazy, the night before was crazy, the night before that was crazy. And these are all like like municipal type displays. They're it's not like oh, you know, see, Bill went down to Georgia <laughs> and came back with a whole bunch of model rockets. I thought that like lake people were so serious about their fireworks that they just did it themselves on their own. Oh, th that's that's just the warm up. That's like stretching before the race. <laughs> okay. Um, one guy, who I, I just found out through the grapevine in the neighborhood, mm -hmm. every year he does a little bit of a, of a pretty good neighborhood type fireworks display because it's his daughter's birthday. Oh. And apparently he's joined forces with other neighbors with money. Ooh. And they actually contracted like a barge to come out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah! Nice. Awesome. Yeah, I, growing up, our neighborhood, we did not, it, it's not the same as living on right. a lake. I mean, basically, we were in my friend's driveway, three houses down, mm. and we're so excited that we got the fireworks where it lit as it went up and played musical notes. Like, that, oh. was, that was the coolest one. That we, oh, my goodness. Other than the ones that you just throw on the ground and they oh, crack. Oh, the, the, the whippersnappers or, the whippers, or whatever, yeah, whatever they are. You didn't get the snakes? We had snakes. Or it looks like the ground's yes. pooping upside down? <laughs> yes. We had snakes. How awesome. But the fact that the one actually had musical notes, like, mm. that was the big show. Nothing actually went off the ground, but that's oh, all we had no. when I was little. There you go. I didn't have the, the big cool shows. Yeah. Yeah. We had a guy in uh, in our neighborhood who was having his 4th of July party, and also clearly it was his birthday. Mm. And I know this because um, he had a microphone on his back porch, <laughs> and he was singing along to lots of classic rock hits for many, many hours. <laughs> and then in between each song, mm. it's my birthday. I'm like, well, congratulations, wow. sir. Congratulations, uh, sir. I, I really hope he moves in by me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. <laughs> oh, God. He's my nightmare. Also, my nightmare is hmm. participating in any sort of eating contest. No. Seeing any video footage of it grosses me Right. No, out. I can't deal either. Disgusting. Now, where would you say this trauma started? With me, it was the Brady Bunch ice cream eating contest. <laughs> I don't remember I, that one. Was that Bobby? Was it was Bobby. It? it was, okay. And he lost. Wow. And I've been damaged ever since. <laughs> Uh, what I am talking about is, of course, the Nathan's Hot Dog huh. Contest that happens every year. Mm -hmm. And once again, back on top, Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut! Joey! Whoa. Hey! <laughs> I want to say there was only one time that he was defeated by Kobayashi. I yeah. Like that's the guy that took Joey Chestnut down. Yeah, I think that happened a few years back. Yeah, and, uh, and then it that was guy retired. Deal. Yeah. And the thing with, I mean, Joey Chestnut, like, he's a he's a guy who looks like he could handle eating a bunch of food, but that Kobayashi guy was small. Right. Like, he I... was tiny. And the women who participate in the, in the ladies' mm -hmm. heats, uh, are also not big ladies. I'm, I'm not going to touch that one with a 10-foot pole. I'm just <laughs> not. But so, did Kobayashi, did they hang his Nathan's jersey from the rafters <laughs> yes. at Nathan's once he retired? Uh, 
<laughs> they had a ceremony. <laughs> he did the ceremony of uh, the ceremonial hot dog swallow at the beginning it's of the contest. So gross, God! I mean, first of all, just eating the hot dogs alone would be disgusting no. enough. But then they have to figure out how to be able to eat that much bread. Like the buns are also. And they have strategies with water. Yeah. And this is, you have to swallow a certain oh, part God. and bite. Uh, disgusting. I can't handle it. But apparently, since we're talking about it, and we're not the only people talking about it, they're getting their publicity, right? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, there's big coverage because it happens every year, and it's mm. such a spectacle that, of course, right. you need to watch it. But he actually, Joey Jaws Chestnut, beat his own record this year, mm. and he went with 74 hot dogs in 10 right. minutes. Right. And a toddler, because the toddler <laughs> strayed by the stack of hot dogs. He grabbed the toddler by accident. Just don't get in yeah. his mouth. He will just yeah. put, it all goes in. Yeah. It'll don't all... worry. It only takes a couple days longer to digest the hair and fingernails, by the way. <laughs> so gross. So actually, uh, ESPN's Darren Revell tweeted about the nutritional factors that I can't even. <laughs> I, no. No. I, no. <laughs> I trust me. I love conies. Yeah, and, and I would love not to. seventy-four of them in I, ten minutes. It, no, see that's no. <laughs> that's no. upsetting. That's the so, lips and asses of like you know how many <laughs> head of cattle. It's so many butts. <laughs> it's so many yeah, asses. Exactly. Yes. You, you ate seventy-eight asses in a row. Uh, so the calories twenty-two thousand two hundred calories for no. 74 no. hot dogs 1332 grams of total fat of which 444 is saturated fat that's not good a lot of oh. cholesterol sodium carbohydrates and then he's getting 74 grams of fiber which i guess is good <laughs> And then Whoa. a lot of sugar too. Two hundred and ninety-six grams yes. of sugar. Yes. You don't that. think about that stuff. No. You well, don't. I mean, you, I know that there's sugar in um, in ketchup. I know that mm -hmm. that's a big deal, but you don't think about the sugar in the hot dog itself. In the buns. Oh, the buns. Yeah. yeah no, you're right. It is mm -hmm. probably coming mostly from the uh, those buns, son. But yeah, so yay for you to be able to shove <laughs> that much in your mouth in a short amount of time, Joey Chestnut. Your Good parents job. must be so proud. <laughs> so proud. Well, maybe they are because I'm not sure what the, right. the fee is, but he, he does. I don't. Oh, he rakes in some money. He, he yeah. probably doesn't have to do anything except for food train the rest of the year. Right. Like he, Plus, you know, the chestnut doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> I want to see his training montage. <laughs> I'm assuming it has yeah. to do with a lot of just like glasses filled with, you know, he cracks an egg in yeah. there. And, and well, and he's working out at the meat packing plant, <laughs> but he's actually eating the meat instead of punching it. Yes. He's just eating it right. It's just a wreck of bones after he's <laughs> done and he gets Can in we there. stop? Yes, can we, we can. Can we move on now? We can. Now, <clears throat> that was a, a big deal and a big spectacle on the 4th of July. There was another spectacle mm. nobody expected. At the Statue of Liberty. Whoops, mm. Daisy. There's a group there that was protesting with a big sign, and they're all upset about how immigrant families are being treated, mm -hmm. and they're opposing ICE and their tactics, and right? All that sort of stuff. And then one girl from the group completely went rogue. They were like, "Where mm. is Michelle? Where is Michelle? Oh, snap! She's like up on the sandal of the Statue of Liberty. See, we did not expect her to my theory make that about, climb. Right. My theory about this: she was a really big X-Men fan. <laughs> okay. And wanted to kind of get a selfie where Wolverine <laughs> was was up sure. there, yeah. And I think that she wanted to she didn't want to wait in the line, because you know when you have a protest, you want to wait in line for a boat. 
then wait in line to see the statue. And then wait in line oh to go God. back home, right? If if I were the people that should, they're like, there were people on the news that I saw. I mean, they were in full red, white, and blue. They got dressed up for the 4th mm. of July. They did all those things you just mentioned. Right. The, the waiting in line for the boat, getting on the boat, going to the island, going to the thing, waiting in line for the Statue of Liberty. All they want is to get up her skirt and get to the place right. where you can take an amazing selfie with the mm -hmm. flipping Statue of Liberty. Right. And then the whole island had to be evacuated because this chick decided I, it's not it's enough so... just to hold a protest right. sign. I got to climb the statue. And the cops are like, everybody's got to go right. while we try and get this broad down. Mm -hmm. I would be livid. Uh, yeah, I don't, you know what, I get your cause, but just don't, you know, don't hurt anybody. And by hurting somebody, that includes... You flew to New York. You want to see the Statue of Liberty. And it takes a while to get there. Yeah. Don't ruin it for everybody. Ooh. And she, I guess, was like crawling around and evading them for a while. Then at one point she was just sort of chilling under the, the mm. sandal. But here's a little clip from a uh, news source. A lot of them went Facebook Live for this one <laughs> as the whole event was going down. Hey folks, so if you are watching us here on Facebook Live, I'm Dan Rice. Lars Andresen is our pilot, and you can see they have gotten the woman on the statue. From what um, we understand, she climbed up the granite, kind of keeping on. police at bay. We saw the police just standing there waiting out uh, the climber here, trying to wait for their opportunity. Looks like they've been able to accomplish that. Now she is on the ladder, securely on the ground. And again, she is still wearing the harness. <laughs> and now they're bringing her inside or, or on the comment section there for the Facebook feed. Uh, Yeah, her protest group mm. was so fast to throw her under the bus. They were like, <laughs> we had no idea yep. she was going to do didn't know. this. Don't look at me. That yeah. was... No, we would have been worried if she would have shown up with a bag of chalk and some climbing gloves <laughs> on her hands. You know, yeah, exactly. but she didn't, you know, because normally that's what happens. Now, do you find the irony of protesting ice during a heat wave? <laughs> An issue. I, I think it's hysterical. I didn't even think about that. But I love it. Uh, now, not yesterday, but the day before, there were lots of people out with their cameras out mm. and filming different things because the Amazing Race was filming their season finale episode in Detroit. And they have not filmed in Detroit before for the Amazing Race. Well, so it's finally... about freaking yeah, time, right? They, they finally came to town. So they had teams actually having to repel down the 36-story Guardian building. Hmm. That sounds terrifying, but yeah. adventurous, and it is the amazing race. So those are the kinds of things that you normally have to do. And then people saw other groups all over the city doing their different challenges. Mm. And then they ended up at Hart Plaza, where originally they were supposed to end up at Belle Isle for that big, um, uh, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on the name of the song? White Stripes, Seven, Seven, Seven Nation Army. Army. Jesus. Oh, Ooh, sorry. It's okay. Heat stroke. Shell shock from all the fireworks. <laughs> yes. So the big Seven Nation Army white stripes thing that we've been talking mm. all about was supposed to happen on Belle Isle. Belle Isle was like, 
Uh, no, you are nope. not going to have that many people ruining our park. Get out of here. Mm -hmm. And so they had to pick a secondary location, and what they chose was Hart Plaza. Ah. The original hope was to have, like, a thousand musicians do it. Mm -hmm. They ended up getting a hundred musicians to show up for the song. So way to go, Detroit. It's for an episode of Amazing Grace. Right. Don't you want it to look cool? Come on. Unbelievable. But you, we actually have a, a mutual person that we know who is on a flight with one of the people on right. the way back from the Amazing right. Grace. Uh, our friend Tina, who mm -hmm. is on the way out of town on vacation with her daughter, was on a plane and she's got all these like, I'm taking a picture of you, but you don't know I'm taking a picture of you. Shots. I was like, look, he was on Amazing Race. Yeah, because this one, I think, was teams who had competed before, so are kind of mm. celebrities now competing, yeah. against, like old against the, It's like the all-star game Yeah, exactly. Race. Exactly. Ooh, and this next thing was definitely some all-stars. Mm. Um, Hugh Jackman posted a picture on the 4th of July where he was working out with a buddy of his, and then who does he see at the exact same gym, the Golds in Venice, mm -hmm. California? It is Arnold Schwarzenegger! And that nice. was not planned. It's not like he got the call and was like, let's go pump <laughs> you up. Could you imagine working out? I mean, at this point, maybe it's not as cool, but like, he's Mr. Universe, yeah. like, workout Oh, no, guy. I would leave. I would leave. <laughs> Even though he's in his 60s now, you still think he's I would, gonna... I would leave for the same reason I would leave, like, if I'm at, you know, Planet Fitness and a 19-year-old kid comes and benches 400 pounds. You're like, It oh, does, wow. like, 300 reps. <laughs> All right, see you later. You're Bye. lifting, like, two pounds yeah. pound free I'm only here because it's pizza day. I'll see you later. <laughs> I was promised snacks and a DJ. I'm not really going to work out. Although, although it would be funny, like, after the workout, you know, in, in the steam room, you know, I could be sitting and oh, oh, is this seat between the two of you taken? Can I, can I sit right here? So, guys, you know, kind of hang out. Hey, you just unfurl. So, your who towel. do you think would win in a fight, Wolverine or the T eight hundred? I don't know. Who is your money on that one? I'm gonna go T eight hundred on that. Uh, no, I think Wolverine. Do you? I think that uh, what the reason why the Terminators always fail is because they lack the uh, the human spark that allows them to improvise. It's all algorithms. This was actually kind of explained in Terminator Genesis. So I'm just <laughs> quoting Helena Barnum Carter for this. Anyway, let's move on. Okay. Yeah. Well, next up, I know you are a, uh, a hockey guy. Are you a fan of P.K. Subban? Um, I love him. Yeah. And you know what? His pressers are awesome, too. Like when As I don't know much about his personality until now. I'm assuming he's a very funny guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, he is. Okay. He's very witty. Yeah. And he's also—he's a great player too. Yes, he's also currently dating Lindsey Vaughn, which I didn't—I uh, don't know—that was a thing. She moved on from the old Tiger Woods mm. to PK Subban, and they were partying it up on Fourth of July. And Lindsey has a beautiful red, white, and blue USA mm -hmm. one-piece women's swimsuit, mm -hmm. and she was taking some pictures in it so she could put it on the Instagram, as you do. Mm -hmm. And at some point, apparently, PK was like, you know what? Let me try on your swimsuit. Yeah. So he did. And then posted a picture <laughs> of her wearing the swimsuit and him wearing the swimsuit. And then asked people who wore it better. So if you do the clothing math on this one, yeah. somewhere in the equation is a nude Lindsey Vaughn holding a camera. Just saying. You don't think she brought any other clothing to the boat? Where she could <laughs> 
Do you think she took the time to change, or they're on a, they're probably on a private boat, probably very nice. Yeah, if it, the and, other boats in the background. Yeah, are so any indication. My of theory going on is, there. is that she probably just jumped behind the camera, took it off, handed it to him, shot mm -hmm. the picture, and. Yeah, towel. Thank you, David. There are t there are things called oh, towels. No, no, no. And Joe, Joe's like, dear Petal. No. <laughs> You're nope. just writing what you hoped nope. would happen. I mean, she's not shy. She's actually done, I think, nude photo shoots before for mm -hmm. maybe Sports Illustrated and a couple other things. But I am assuming that, yeah, maybe it's yeah. a little. And I'm guessing afterwards he didn't get a two-minute minor if you catch him adrift. <laughs> I have to say, though, honestly, as a girl, it is so depressing when your boyfriend mm. can wear your clothing. Like... The fact you that sound you sound like this has been a recurring thing in your love life, Sarah. I my so pants. Tell, so tell me more, Sarah. My pants should not fit you. Oh, okay. Are we not going to mention the fact that he is holding his junk because he doesn't want it flopping out in that picture? Well, that's true. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him. It's, it's, and lady suits are not meant to keep. There's not enough uh, fabric down there to hold. Uh, yeah, no. You'd in, have to so. split. You'd have to split the. <laughs> you would have to split, you'd have to split, the, split the boys up. Yeah. And, uh, and no, righty, that would no. Them. I don't see that being. No. Oh my gosh, it feels really unpleasant. No. Yeah. I feel a lot of chafing going on. <laughs> be... Wait, I, I, you would not be able to fit into any of Michelle's clothing, correct? No. Are you kidding me? Exactly. Oh, no. And then Michelle gets to feel all tidy and like. Oh, yeah. But me, I've had boyfriends who, are, who like put on my pants before, and uh, it just makes me sad that they can fit in. Is this a th <laughs> Dave? Have you ever put on your, any girlfriends? I clothing? wore girls' jeans exclusively for like the better part of high school. Not because oh. it was your girlfriend, because that those are the oh, jeans. Oh no you no chose. no! Those are the jeans that I chose. <laughs> I wore a size nine. But didn't they make boys' jeans that were they, also okay, that Okay, this, this was before, like, they got on to, like, the fact that boys wanted to wear tighter jeans. Uh-huh. And I was a oh. tall, slim boy. Uh, sure. So every, anything was either too baggy or too flutty. Right. So yeah, like, you know, girls' it, jeans it, were, like, the good, That like, makes sense. You don't round. look at Dave and go, wow, that guy has got to be really into dungarees. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think that at all, right? I, no, no. Can we just skip the rest of the show and just have a roundtable discussion about, you know... <laughs> About, about gender-bending fashions? Yeah, about dudes wearing sure, women's we clothing? I mean, listen, if the, if the guys in the booth want to come in and talk about at any point if they've worn women's clothing, I, we sure. It, you, I, just, I, I just, you know, I, the funny thing is, is that I can wrap my HUD, my head, my HUD, I can wrap my head around Dave's predicament. Yeah. You know, like, oh, okay. Did you know. the other kids in high school realize that what you were wearing were it, meant for girls? It was no? the fashion at the time. Every emo kid was wearing girls' okay. jeans. Oh. So, okay. So you didn't I wasn't, stand out. I wasn't, yeah. like, alone in it. The only okay. thing is that the first time I did it, I wore, I wore my friend's sparkly belt. Oh. And that, that sort of set off some signals. But I was like, oh, okay, we'll just switch belts for fun. What were the screamo <laughs> kids wearing? The screamo kids? Yeah. Were they wearing I, their mom's jeans? Uh, I think it was like torn up jeans and a white belt with Screamo. Oh, I, so do the Screamo grind I do remember the white belt thing. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, sparkly All right. belt. David sparkly belt. Oh my! Yes. Now it is still humid and gross today, and it was so hot yesterday, we almost lost a Detroit Tiger, and we will tell you all about it next on Pop That Culture. Hey, 
you guys is Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac at Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. Yesterday, not a good day for mm. the Detroit Tigers. They're no. in Chicago. They're playing the Cubs. Mm. They lose. Yeah. And then right about the third inning, manager uh, Ron Gardenhire leans over and he tells one of the guys, he's like, I don't feel so good. Yeah. And then he started to get a little dizzy, and then he started to shake, and mm. they were like, you need to go into the visiting clubhouse right now because I think the temperature was 92. Right. But then with the humidity, it felt like it was at least 10 degrees warmer. Mm -hmm. It felt like 102. And their uniforms are not <laughs> made to, well, to vent heat out. And they said he was wearing like a like a shell top like he normally wears. Mm -hmm. um, when and they then were doing, a mesh thong. <laughs> yeah. When they were doing batting practice. And so he, they say he probably pushed it too far and got overheated during batting practice and mm. that's why it was it only took three innings before he was like right I am not okay and so he went into the clubhouse and initially the medics wanted to give him an IV mm. he's like slow down is there anything else we can do and so he ended up downing four or five bottles of Pedialyte and they're putting cold towels on him. Mm. I mean, he had like serious serious you know heat stroke and that has happened to no, me. You take the IV Take the IV. If they're offering you an IV, take the friggin' IV. Mm, if you don't have to have a needle poked in no, you. No, you take the needle because heat stroke is serious. I'm dead serious. No, I know. It's I, serious. But he seemed to feel like <clears throat> when he was doing the Pedialyte that it was sort of starting to, in the towels, mm -hmm. like bring his vitals right. back to normal and he right. was okay. But that's happened to me. Um, for some reason, and I don't know what the weekend or the week is this year, but I love art fairs, and mm. I've tried many times to go to the Ann Arbor Art Fair, mm. but it generally falls on 
the hottest, uh -huh. most humid week of right. the summer. And then on top of it, most of the time you're on blacktop, and mm. so that just makes it even hotter. Well, and then the heat coming <laughs> off the blacktop and filtering through all the Birkenstocked feet. <laughs> yes, is, so uh, hot. Yeah, so aromatic. And um, I had the exact same symptoms as garden hire. I was dizzy. My hands were shaking so bad. And so my parents, like, shuttled me into a restaurant and asked mm. them if I could have some water from them mm. and just, like, sat me in the air conditioning for a while because I mm. almost passed out. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. Yeah. And no, scary. You, no. Take mm -mm. the IV. Yeah. It's a needle. It's the, that's the last thing that you should be worried about if you have a heat stroke. But Pedialyte's delicious. It is. Mm. I mean, I this. I feel you, Garden Hire. I feel you. I would have done the Pedialyte and the towels first, too, myself. Because you get to drink something delicious. You don't have to worry you about You can do that. all three and have, get extra treatment. <laughs> you could. Now, that was a tough time in the heat for that animal. But there was another animal that mm. was having a really good time yeah. in California over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And while all his <laughs> other peers were taking a dump in the woods, <laughs> this bear really figured out how to live. Yes. I'm telling you. So there was a California couple, and a, the wife got home from work, and she told her husband, you know, she called him on the way home, like, sweetie, I want to sit out back by the pool, and I want to have a margarita. It's been a day. Mm. I want to just sit back there yep. and have a margarita. So her husband's like, you got it, baby boo. And he's mixing up the drinks, and they walk out there. They sit down at their little table. They're having their drinks, and they suddenly hear a rustling noise. Yeah. And they're like, what is that? The husband goes to investigate. Oh, that's a bear in our backyard. And so they grab the dogs. The wife grabs her margarita because priorities. Mm. And they go back into the house. And then like a crazy person, the husband leaves the safety of the house to then go and film what's happening of with this course, bear. Of course, because social media trumps all these days. <laughs> so when the husband got out there, here is a little taste of what he was able to film. bear is having best bear mm. day ever he's just uh, right chilling in that jacuzzi and clearly has like a little tag mm -hmm. <clears throat> on his ear but it kind of looks like a little flower like right it's, like it's, it's on vacation so some biologist <laughs> is like it looks like the bear's in a hot tub what's going on <laughs> yes. the only thing that would make this video better is mm. if the bear went underneath the surface of the hot tub yeah. and came out with a salmon in his mouth. That would right? be fantastic. Like, hey, this is good. Life is good, right? Am I right? <laughs> and so instead, what the bear does is finally wanders out of the jacuzzi, wanders over to the table area where the couple had been sitting. The wife had taken her margarita inside the house. The husband was concerned with other things and left his drink right. behind. So the bear knocks the margarita onto the ground and starts to lap it off off right. the ground. So, I mean, you know, if you've been out in the sun, you've been in mm -hmm. the jacuzzi, you get a little alcohol in your yeah. system, it's nappy, yeah. nappy it time. It's nap time. And, uh, you know, while the wife is inside and she's trying to figure out, okay, how can I keep myself and my margarita safe? <laughs> the husband is like, is it hashtag bear hot tub or hashtag hot tub bear? <laughs> huh. 
<laughs> True. Both of them were absolutely crazy about this whole thing. So yeah, apparently the bear then just like took a nap in a tree for two hours. Mm. They had to wait. And they finally went out there. The bear leaves. It was spotted later in the week, other places in the mm. neighborhood. But the husband, when being interviewed, was like, at the time, I thought, it seems so docile and it's okay. He's no! Like, now I look back at it and I realized, what the hell was I doing standing 15 feet away you know from what he's a thinking? large bear? He's thinking, this might go viral. This might go viral! This is our moment, Michelle. This is going to yeah. happen. And then later on in the week, the same bear was seen on the neighbor's trampoline, the neighbor's <laughs> golf cart. Whee! And uh, what, playing jarts, I'm guessing, in yeah, a third neighbor's lawn. Yeah, that's a lawn. good lawn game. Yeah. used to be better when they were sharp. Now yeah. they're all blunted. Mm, well, Safety jarts. Yeah, no. Boo. Our good buddy, pal, friend, Will Smith, mm. was doing an interview with Jay-Z's titles, Rap Radar, and had an interesting story about Jay-Z. I guess, mm. uh, well, first of all, he was doing an interview because Will Smith is getting back into the studio. We've played a little clip of it. He's trying to... He's done the whole acting thing mostly for a while. He wants to get mm. back to being a dual guy who has mm. music career and acting career. Mm. So he's being interviewed about his new music, but then he also talked about uh, what Jay-Z said was probably the best piece of entertainment that Will Smith has ever put out. Uh, was it uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? No. Was it Nightmare on My Street? No. Was it Miami? It isn't. Was it getting jiggy with it? Not the song, the video. Hell no. Was it his autobiography? <laughs> you would think. Ah. But actually, it was the time when Will Smith was promoting Men in Black 3, hmm. and he was on the red carpet, and a prank reporter came up to him and tried to get Will Smith to kiss him directly on the mouth. Hmm. Will Smith was not having nope. it. And gave him a little hit across the face, actually kind of like backhands him a little yes. bit. And, uh, that Did he take his white glove off first, one <laughs> finger at a time? Boop, 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 boop. I challenge Smack. you to a duel. <laughs> if you have forgotten what that looked like, because this was a few years ago, here is the incident with the prankster. Oh my God! So Will Smith said he was still thinking about it and kind of angry about it when he got back to his mm. hotel room. And then he looked at his phone and he realized he had 10 messages and they were all from Jay-Z. He's like, what? Why? Why is Jay Z so insistent on calling me? I don't understand <laughs> what is happening. And so Will Smith calls him back, and he's like, "What's up, Jay?" And he said that Jay Z sounded winded. I don't know if he was just like continuously laughing about mm. it or why he was so winded, but he said, "I just saw the video of you slapping that dude in Russia. I just want you to know, you will never make a better piece of entertainment. <laughs> it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Me and Bay, we got a show tonight, and we're thinking about <laughs> canceling our show and just staying in and watching you slap that dude yeah. over and over again." No, the real story is, is that Bay didn't want to get stuck up on a platform again. <laughs> They were looking for an excuse. And Will Smith, why didn't you just finish the slap off with saying, you cad? <laughs> Come on. I like it. It was kind of like a little bit of a, it was like a casual, like a. Yeah. Now, Joe, you have done improvements to your house. Oh, my gosh. I'm doing them right now. You're doing more stuff? 
Yeah. In the basement there's, area? This is an ongoing. There's you always. find that there are certain people, there are two types of homeowners. Yeah. No, technically three. Okay. They're, they're the first kind that want to improve their house and just hire it all out. Mm -hmm. The second kind are the people that are like, you know what, this house is fine. Slap a coat of paint on it, be done with it. And then there's Joe. You know what, this, yeah, that improvement, I mean, that needs, oh, yeah, five years later, Never like, still going. Oh, yes. God, it's taking forever. When you, and, and I'm dead serious about this. When you start to get to know the people at Home Depot on a first-name basis, <laughs> and, and it's like Norm walking into Cheers when you walk into that orange building. Joe! It's It's kind of funny. Just, <laughs> funny and sad. Hmm. But this uh, Bay Area couple actually had something funny happen to them. They had a contractor come in and help them redo their bathroom. And he found something fascinating within the walls of their house from the previous owners. And we will tell you what it is when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another Prescription for Your Health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. And I'm Joe. Join us on Facebook. Why don't you pop that culture Detroit or just look for the thumbnail of that thing? Yes. There's lots of fun stuff to mm. enjoy on our Facebook page right now. There is a fascinating rock formation, mm -hmm. which if you look at it closely, you might see some faces in the yeah. rocks. I'm just saying. Yeah. Kind of like Mount Rushmore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, also pictures of Joe and I riding our pet eagles. Mm. So It so is the 4th of July week. It, it is. And you that's have to how we like to throw the it. saddle on that eagle. <laughs> yes. Do you ride English or Western eagle saddles? Uh, Western. Uh, I like English. Do you? Yeah, well, you know, the, the saddle horn always. Well, that's you know. Western. 
Yeah. Oh, that's what no, you that's don't why like. You don't I, that's whole, why I write like English. Okay. Yeah. And plus, I get to have a crazy accent. <laughs> yes. Make it so. And right, and have a beautiful habit on mm -hmm. the tall hat and the yes. jaw purse. Oh, absolutely. Sexy. I can yes. put you in it right now. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I stand out in front of my house for a couple hours afterwards just holding a lantern. <laughs> it's remarkable. So we were talking about remodeling before the break. Joe is in constant remodel mm. at all times, everything yeah. that he has. But there was a couple that was trying to remodel their bathroom, and their contractor said, I happened to find something. I think you'll like it. And he shared that there was a note inside the bathroom that had been written mm. from the previous owners who had remodeled this bathroom in 1995. Wow. That's so 23 years ago. They taped a little photo of themselves from 1995. Mm. <laughs> yes, you can see it. Yeah. So they have that little sweet picture of themselves. And it said, hi, we're the Shinsekis. We remodeled the bathroom in the summer of 1995. If you're reading this, well, that means you're remodeling the bathroom again. What's wrong with the way we did it, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. That's the Asian guilt. I grew up with that. <laughs> did you? Oh, yeah. It's very subtle and passive aggressive all it at is. the same time. Yeah. It seems like a funny, sweet thing, but you're right. It's totally them yeah. bathroom shaming. Them. Oh, yeah. Well, Shinsekis, uh, I will tell you what was wrong with your 1995 bathroom. I apologize for not having us put this picture up, but basically, it was a lot of white tile oh. with grout lines as white, the countertop. White melamine. Yes. Oh yeah, and colonial uh, you know, woodworking and ah, I like no. a, I like a good solid countertop. I don't want to have to scrub grout right. lines with the tile around the sink. And it had a shower <laughs> stall like the glass, and it was brass. It was so no, brass. No, 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 oh, you don't know the brass. brass. It's so 1995. It was so 1995. That's like, that's like the Clinton era bathrooms, you know. What At are... the time, it was classy. It was you know all yeah. neutral tones or whatever. It yeah. wasn't over the top. It was no. very 1995 Shinsekis. You don't so. you don't have brass bathroom fixtures when we're trying to make America great again. <laughs> no, you don't. And then they added another picture. They did. And they showed a picture of their bunny. Uh, David, do you know these people? Because I feel like this is something that you would do. I, I'm familiar with that bunny, yes. Yes, exactly. So, uh, it, How cute is Cassie right. the bunny rabbit? Well, this is where it gets dark. Okay, so this whole story goes viral. And then if you start looking at the discussions on BuzzFeed, yeah. people start chiming in with the reality of the situation. Oh. Because there's enough mystery to this where you start thinking to yourself, self, yeah. this is a beautiful couple, ha, 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 it's so cute, and move on. But no, some people like to dwell on it. So on BuzzFeed, the discussion, the discussion board um, starts going on and it starts saying, uh, Varda Mayer says, I'm going to be heartbroken if they're not still together. Why would they assume that the Shinsekis got divorced? Well, you know, people wonder that. Divorce rates are high. I mean, it is a really cute picture of them when they're like yeah. sitting there as a, a it's, couple. It's, it's so. kind of like the senior prom, but we're actually married picture. <laughs> yes. And then it gets even more dark. What? It gets even more dark Joe. on us. And this is the part that actually kind of bummed me out. Joanna Madison, who didn't even bother to put a, a, a picture up or an avatar of some kind. Yeah. She just says, plain and simple, the bunny is dead. <gasps> Period. Now, wait a minute. That was 23 years ago. Are, are rabbits like chinchillas? Because chinchillas live a long time. I don't, bunnies don't live 23 really? years. No. Like, how long would you say? Uh, they're, depending on the size of the rabbit, about 10 to 12 years. Yeah. But bigger ones uh. typically live shorter lifespans than the smaller ones. Kind of like oh. dogs. Bigger yeah. dogs have shorter so, lifespans. So, so Cassie's 
Oh, Cassie the bunny. Oh. Cassie had a good life. That's all that matters. She did, and so apparently she was potty and trained. She, and now she's immortalized in, in internet culture. You right. are, see, other bunnies yeah. don't necessarily go viral. Well, Cassie went viral. Well, you know, some bunnies, it's the nude pictures when they were passed out that their boyfriends <laughs> took. You know, the internet is forever. It is. Or the time where they had a little same-sex bunny experimentation in college. Sometimes that goes up there and, you know. Yeah. The internet is forever, and uh, the wrath that people had for a particular movie, that would be Star Wars mm. Phantom Menace 1999, yes. that wrath also lives forever. And we didn't realize how much it was affecting the people in that movie. This is very, very sad, but the actor who played Jar Jar Binks um, actually just put something on Twitter about how that backlash was so swift and so strong and so pervasive to the point where actually because of course they did. People made death threats mm. to him. Right. It's a listen. I hated Jar Jar Binks too, and I think it's the dumbest character ever. Right. I am not going to threaten a man's life because he played Jar Jar. Well, and this is the problem. I mean, there have been articles. If you scour the interwebs and you jump on the clickbaits and stuff like that, you're starting to see people like pontificating. Is the Star Wars world imploding on itself? What's going on here? I think it is. It's like it's become this like cesspool of negative crap, yeah, you know? Yeah. And you you can't do this. You can't blame an actor for his character. No. The guy is trying to work. You know? Well, he internalized <laughs> it so much that in his Twitter post on Tuesday, he said that he actually contemplated taking his own life. Right. And really, it was his son that was sort of the lifeboat for him and made him realize that he had things to yeah. live for. But my god. Yeah. I mean, the, this poor actor was like, I was just doing a yeah. job, and now everybody hates right. me. Right, and then he says, Misa want to die. Oh, I knew that was See? coming, and yet I still was slightly unprepared for you to do that. But uh, he's he's back on track now. Mm. He's um, acting in different uh, sitcoms. I think he was on Community. He was in Robot Chicken. He's been mm. directing his own movie. So he's okay now. But back in the day, those were dark times for Jar Jar Banks, mm -hmm. and it just makes me sad. I mean, because we're hearing more and more about the people who, the, the one girl, um, Tran, my Tran for, um, uh, yeah, who played, who played Rose. Rose. Yeah, like she just left social media because she couldn't handle how cruel people were being to her right. for being a girl and for being Asian and daring to be in a Star Wars movie. Right, oh my God, heaven forbid. Yeah, so we're hearing about the stuff now, but it's interesting to hear about how hard people took it even back in 1999. Right. I mean, that was right. before everybody was on, what was he on, MySpace then? I don't know, what did he have? Uh, Friendster. <laughs> Friendster. Friendster. <laughs> it was, he was on a BBS system, it was all. Well, that, was, that was Live Journal. Oh, oh my maybe God. he was on Live Journal, okay. Oh my goodness. Yeah. More proof that people are just heartless bastards. I can't. This is unbelievable to me. I there this. is, whew, there is a woman <laughs> in Michigan who um, had posted this text exchange that went back and forth between her and her boss, and she put the um, screen grabs of the text exchange on her Facebook page so that everyone mm. could enjoy what happened to her. So this woman, Crystal, um, her son was on life support. And so she was texting back and forth with her boss at the PS Food Mart mm. and said that uh, she was going to need some more time because she's dealing with her son who is in the hospital and on life support. And her boss basically said, um, 
that isn't how we do things, so I will accept that you are quitting. And Crystal said, uh, okay, so how do we do things when my child is on life support? I never said I was quitting, so I take it that you're firing me? And then the woman wrote back, I will not get into it with you on here, but I've been more than accommodating during this whole thing, allowing schedule changes and such. Guess what? Her son's in the hospital. Right. There is no reason that you can't work, and I will not tolerate drama. Okay. Drama. What? But here, you know what? Honestly, of this whole thing, you want to know what gets me? And this is just how OCD I can be. So she says, end of conversation. But then she follows it up with another sentence. Yeah. If it you're going to drop the mic, don't pick it back up off the floor and start talking again. Because we won't believe you ever again, Dawn, when you say end of conversation. Because we know you right. don't mean it's end of conversation. Right. But then you say, if you aren't there to work your shift tomorrow, then I take it that you've quit. I, what? No, but I mean, really, the way that she likens this whole thing to drama, whoever um, the boss is yeah. clearly doesn't have any relatives. This person was born or as a, a test tube. Or a beating heart. Yeah, born as a test tube baby, <laughs> had no siblings, probably had their first human contact at about 19 or 20 when they were let out of the lab. Aww. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, you I'm heartless, assuming, compassionless wench. I'm assuming she's a robot. Yeah, so this all then got back to P.S. Food Mart corporate, as mm. you would imagine. And, uh, yeah, that's not a good look. So no. they were like, ooh, we don't. That's not how we train our managers to no. treat their employees. So that nope. woman, Dawn, uh, and the conversation, Dawn, we're letting you go and not the employee right. who's having to deal with the medical emergency that's right. happening in her family. So. It actually ended up having a little bit of justice in the end, but I just, I'm so floored by people at sometimes that I can't believe uh, no. how they react to certain situations. No, I, I mean, it's like, really? You can't, this woman's son might die. That's basically what it comes down to. Her son might die. You know what? She's going to choose her child over you, Dawn. Mm -hmm. It's very simple. Get it together, Dawn. Unbelievable. Now, we have been speaking about Ed Sheeran on this show because... Because um, he's a ginger. He's a ginger. He's very popular, and he recently had that incident that where he said he had to pee twice in the middle of his performance. Mm. We believe it's because he had the runs and he had to go right. deal with more of like a poop situation mm -hmm. that he doesn't want to admit to. Either that or he's got prostate problems. I mean... He's so young. You know, yeah. yeah. Early onset. Well, now mm. his problem is he's being sued because they believe that he copied a Marvin Gaye song. Mm. Now, I, you'll have to tell me what, what your opinion is on this, mm -hmm. but they're saying that thinking out loud sounds too much like Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On, but that it's in a different key. Yes. And there's so much going on in Let's Get It On that's sort of a distraction from the background of what they're saying mm -hmm. in the part that's too similar. So it's actually slightly difficult. But here, listen to about 30 seconds of Ed Sheeran's um, Thinking Out Loud. So get this in your head. Mm -hmm. When your legs don't work like they used to before And I can't sweep you off of your feet Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? Darling, I will be loving you till 
Yeah. By the way, it's not 17. It's 17. Right. <laughs> Seven zero, because um, if he's just gonna love you until they're seventy, like that's not thanks. Mm. <laughs> I need you to love you till we're old. Um, so you got that in your head, and I have to admit uh, that Joe saying "Let's get it on over that track for me" as we were playing mm. it, and I heard it. I heard it. Mm -hmm. So okay, so there's Ed Sheeran, and now here's Marvin Gaye. It's me. Uh, are you busy at work right now? I'll be right over there. <laughs> are you about to make another baby? <laughs> like, I can't. I can't. Pavlov's dogs. Joey. Let's get it on, son. <laughs> it's like anytime you see pizza in a commercial, you're going to want pizza. Right. And anytime that song comes on, well, uh, you need to have the sex immediately. Um, so, I mean, I can't. I, I would not have put that together, honestly. Mm. I, I, in listening to Ed Sheeran's song, I wouldn't think that's such a ripoff. Like when you listen to Blurred Lines, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, right. Yeah, and you know the, that was the other high-profile right. Marvin yeah. Gaye lawsuit. That one was obvious. Right. This well, one, you know, do you remember back in the day, um, Huey Lewis sued Ray Parker Jr. for the theme to Ghostbusters? I do not remember. And that. if you listen to the two songs side by side, yeah. they're virtually identical. What was the the um, Huey Lewis song that was being? Um, I want a new drug. Oh, okay. All right. I wish we had the examples of well, this well, right now so yeah. we could listen to them. No, but I so I don't remember that. That's interesting. Wait, yeah. wait, Dave, you're a musician. Do 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 a couple bars for Sarah. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Okay, no, do it again. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Want a new drug? Okay. Yeah. Well, right. Don't get me sick. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a mashup. Yay! It's a mashup show. Come Woo! on. Ooh, when we get back, we have such good news for the neighborhood that decided they are not going to be bullied by somebody who does not want them to shoot off fireworks. And we'll tell you all about it. When we get back on Pop That Culture, keep it going. Dude. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel. On new radio media dot com.
What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Joe's going to get some more tonight and the mm. night after that and the night yeah. after that. And if you have animals, so sorry. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of pet lovers and yeah. owners out there that really are very upset about, you know, when your neighbor is going on and on and on way past midnight with the fireworks yeah. and your poor animal is hiding under the bed, you know, making a mess on the floor. Oh. You know, uh, so far, I've been really lucky. Mm. Like, my cat, Mushu, does not seem to give a damn about the... Uh, the fireworks. Your cat is so dumb. <laughs> because here's the thing. If I were a cat, I'd be like, now's the week. I'm just going to poop all over the place on purpose just to make a point. Just to show you I yeah. can. I'm going to show you who runs this house. You can't contain my stuff to a tiny mm. box that I have trained you to clean for me. <laughs> I already run this house. Yeah, no, he's been um, freaked out by thunderstorms, but so far mm. with my jackass neighbors who have been shooting off fireworks nonstop. Yeah. He's all right with that. Yeah. Does he fear people going, it's my birthday? <laughs> that is also my neighbor, yes. We started the show with the it's my birthday guy, and uh, he wanted to rock and roll all night. Oh, yeah. Over and over and over mm. again. I almost right. shouted out. Was he partying every day, too? Yes. <laughs> he was partying every day. I almost yelled at him to sing Party in the USA so I could record it from my balcony so you could hear how loud it yeah. was. You should have just got a bullhorn and started screaming out requests. <laughs> Can you do any U2? <laughs> yeah. No? Just classic rock? Okay. Thank you. I want you to sing Let's Get It On, but in Ed Sheeran style. Yes. And no pee breaks. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so we had talked on this show about the neighborhood that had been traumatized by this letter that was mm -hmm. sent from one of their neighbors in Macomb County who was so upset. Yeah, here's the Unabomber letter yes. from this guy um, who had a working schedule where he was sort of, um, he needed to go to bed early and wake up early and um, there were too many fireworks for him. So he said, if you shoot fireworks past 9 p.m., I will rain hell on this mm -hmm. neighborhood, and I will make it miserable for you. And mm -hmm. on Dove Court, and on Eagle Lane, and on Hawk yeah. Lane, and whatever, all the bird streets. I'm going to make it miserable for months. Yep. You better chickity check yourself before you wreck yourself. And mm. the neighbors, and we hoped that they might do it, they were like, <laughs> They're like, whatever. Screw you, buddy. And they legitimately had the biggest neighborhood, that, mm -hmm. like, just People coming from blocks away, they're like, we're not going to let whoever this mysterious a-hole is tear us down. They had a huge 4th of July See, party for this guy. Here's the genius behind that whole plan. 
if you have a block party and you know pretty much who's out of town up north, right? the one guy that's left over that doesn't come to the block party is Ooh. your suspect. I watch CSI. It's I know how these things work. It was a trap. Mm -hmm. It was always Mr. Witherspoon. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I would like to know, though, hopefully we'll still get to hear the news stories about a month from now or two months from now to see if this guy then follows through mm. on his threats and, like, does stuff in the neighborhood because they, they threw a party and yeah. they had uh, the old crash boom happening after 9 p.m. and he is not going to be happy. But, you know, you can't. It's so unreasonable to ask for a complete quiet after 9 p.m. Uh, yeah, I mean, 9 yeah. p.m., Number one, most ordinances say 11 and you got to be quiet. Right. Or else you're yeah. done. And again, I get super annoyed with my loud neighbors that I have, but I know, I knew last night, I'm like, do what you're going to do because it's mm. the 4th of July. Like, I right. expect that, like, if this crap was happening this coming Sunday, mm. maybe I would have to leave a note on their right. porch. But... I mean, this is the same guy that probably leaves notes. If I hear a snowblower going after the next <laughs> blizzard, I'm going to be passive aggressive to all of you. <laughs> oh, you know who's coming up now? Hmm. Coming up next. Is Fireworks Guy? Yeah. No. Oh, it's no. Craig Foley. He's too classy to be that He's guy. He's too classy to be that guy. Two hours of folly coming at you right now, and we will see you tomorrow on Pop That Culture.